baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. Whoa, baby. <laughs> That's going to be our new tagline. <laughs> oh, we, baby. Yeah, with the uh, with Rick Diamond's whoa, baby. Uh, we actually got some positive texts, believe it or not, yesterday. <laughs> said, wow, Kramer, you really got our attention with the whoa, baby at the very beginning of the, of the show. And keep in mind now that Mark, Mark is a teetotaler. He doesn't touch the hard stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. So Who to know with that whoa baby, huh? Right, so I'm exactly. doing that just plain and sober. So that's kind of – I'm sure that's probably scary to some folks. <laughs> but uh, welcome to the Edge here this morning. Hope everybody's being careful out there. However, you're listening to us. If you're in a vehicle driving somewhere, please be careful. I know uh, the drive into Ruston was uh, – was mm. Pretty uh, little, little pr- dicey, huh? Yeah, a little dicey with the uh, extremely heavy rain that's going on right now. So please be careful out there. And but we appreciate you joining us. However, you're listening to us, and wherever you may be this morning, we're glad that you're with us here on the edge. Mark Kramer and Terry Terry Waldrop still out of town. Jamie Fox over in the Coldwell Banker Group One Realty Studios in West Monroe. So we'll be with you here on the edge for the next hour. But we want to tell you first that The Edge is brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, U.S. 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545, the best pet care anywhere on the planet. And Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, North Louisiana-based attorney, specializes in criminal defense, wrongful death, and personal injury. Don't delay. Call Bobby today. And Pie Works Gourmet Pizza by Design. Jay and his crew is on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. Yes. And, of course, you can get us on the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline or text line, which everybody's done a great job of doing this week, 888-993-7762. And we will have uh, a great guest. Got a good show again today. Uh, loved having Andrew on, Jamie, yesterday. Indeed. And uh, he was terrific, as always. And uh, Lane Burroughs, the head baseball coach from Louisiana Tech, will join us at 930. And as you know, and Jamie, as you and I were talking, um, I want to, you know, these coaches are used to the same old questions about, you know, what their team's going to look like and all of that kind of thing. The main reason we're having Lane on this morning is to talk about the subject. And our listeners have kind of chimed in over the week and also uh, shown a lot of interest in actually getting kind of the real scoop about college baseball and the trials and tribulations mm-hmm. of of college baseball coaches on the recruiting front. Now, you know, mm-hmm. as we said yesterday, kind of leading up to the interview this morning, they're the only ones in, in college sports uh, that has to deal with having either high school recruits going in the draft and losing players from their existing roster in the draft. And then they have the, the small amount of scholarships uh, available for a 25- to 30-man roster. So baseball coaches in college have a lot of uh, stumbling blocks to try and consistently field a really you know quality, not just a team each year, but to build a program as well. And then you throw, as you had said to me, you throw the uh, JUCO ranks in there where you have to kind of juggle that around as well and mix in JUCO players with your existing freshmen and or sophomores. Uh, That's even another kind of piece to the puzzle, if you want to put it that way. So that's kind of of why we've got Coach Burroughs coming in. Uh, He's been at an SEC school as an assistant and now head coach uh, at Northwestern State, now at Louisiana Tech. So he's seen he's seen it from all different aspects. He's been a main recruiter in the SEC, and then as the head coach, as, as I just mentioned, that he's done, uh, he's got a really, really good background to be able to uh, kind of fill us in and give everybody a true sense of what, 
college baseball coaches have to go through uh, with all of these different uh, kind of slices of the pie that they have to deal with. So uh, good stuff from him, and that will come at 930 this morning. Yeah, Mark, and I'm glad you brought that up because if nothing else, our you know hopefully our listeners will have, if they don't already have, a, a, a glean a greater appreciation uh, for what these college coaches have to go through, how hard it is to, to field a team, uh, both from a scholarship level and, again, you know you've got to worry about, uh, you know, you've got a chance to lose them through JUCO, through high school, uh, through the major league draft, and then, again, you've only got 11.7. Well, we'll let Coach Burroughs address that. Uh, but more importantly, um, you know, we saw Bruce Petty, you know, at, at ULM, uh, you know, not really a great tenure. He, But what he was trying to do, uh, you know, and we said, well, he's just an excuse maker and everything. And, well, he, he, it wasn't. I mean, they're just they're sometimes the, the stars have to align. You have to be lucky in a lot of cases. And you, when you hear Coach Burroughs explain how he has to put a squad together on the team, uh, I mean, put a squad together in order to be competitive, uh, you'll have a great appreciation for what these college coaches have to do and what they have to struggle with to put a competitive product on the field. Yeah, and, and so the first part of the show, <clears throat> excuse me, before we before we get to Coach Burroughs, our kind of question of the day, if you want to put it that way, and get us on the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline on the phone or on the text line, <clears throat> what do you hate right now in sports? What's the one thing? It could be anything. It could be a team, a player, officials, conferences, presidents. The one thing for you personally that you hate right now in sports, give it to us at 888-993-7762. And it can be any sport, uh, any facet of that sport. What's the one thing, excuse me, right now that's just bugging you to death that you just can't stand it could even be uh, announcers it could be mark kramer could be jamie fox of course we know it wouldn't be terry waldrop because everybody likes terry waldrop whoa baby (laughs) well nobody likes him right now because he's in hawaii while we're drowning well right exactly so yeah he's he's living the good life right now so 888-993-7762 so, do you have one to start off? Yeah, I do actually, uh, Mark. And it may not be very popular, but I, I don't really care to hear what these coaches think. Uh, their political stances, uh, whether I agree with them or disagree with them. Um, you know, Steve Kerr and, and Popovich uh, making uh, you know statements about uh, the current president, whether they like him or dislike him, or the former, where we are. I, I don't think. Uh, you know, I, I think this is a little – I know people probably roll their eyes when I say this, but I don't go to certain movies with certain actors if they're playing in it. Not not because it affects their pocketbook that much. It's just a, a principle with me. And I just don't like to pay, eight, you know, 8 to $10 anyway um, to see a movie. Not many of them worth that much. But uh, I don't, that's my thing is I'm, I'm – all this political seepage into sports, I just want to be entertained. Um, and I really don't – not that my opinion is that important either. I mean, uh, but I don't go, I don't have the, neither you nor I have the platform where we've got, you know, 12 to 15 microphones stuck in front of our face and we have uh, ability to pontificate uh, on the political landscape of this country. I just, to me, uh, sports should be sports. And, uh, of course, we, unfortunately, now they're blending over so much into each other that it's hard to avoid it. But, um, if I'm a head coach, um, you know, I really I really don't think that's the uh, the place to do it at a game where you've got a captive audience of, uh, of sports reporters and you want us to give us your view on uh, the political landscape. I mean, I don't know, Mark. You probably have something completely different. Well, Bruce, <clears throat> Bruce is the first one to chime in. He says, Alabama Crimson Tide football. Now, <laughs> well, Bruce, I'm That's what he's tired of. For a while. Yeah, there's probably <laughs> a lot of people that are tired of that. Thank you, Bruce. 888-993-7762. Give us a call or a text and let us know what in sports you are tired of the most right now. Mine more is... I'm to the point where, and this is kind of societal too, 
so I guess in a way, some of my society views are bleed over into the same principle as far as sports is concerned. It seems now that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. You know, that's the old, mm, uh, that's point. the old, uh, the old adage or saying, so to speak. But it seems like any, you know, any group that has ten people that makes a huge. Uh, gripe about something and gets a little bit of media coverage all of a sudden you know we used to be uh we used to be a country of the majority rules and it doesn't seem like it's that anymore same thing in sports Uh, some of these people and i'm thinking specifically about lonzo ball now that we've had the nba draft last night and he did go second to the lakers uh why I, and I know that on the national level, and I understand this, I'm not naive enough to know that it's all about ratings and all of that. But the more you give somebody like his dad, or even him for that matter, the more you give them the spotlight, the more they want it even more. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't cover it as much, they'll shut up. It's just like a bully. You know, the more you let a bully bully, the more he's going to do it until somebody stops him. You know, I'd like to see somebody just go, you know, we're not covering this guy. You know, he's just a blo- he's just a loudmouth yeah. blowhard that's out there talking, you know, just talking to try and get more money for his son. You know, we're just, if he's going to do this or do we're not even going to cover that. We're not going to show it. Uh, you know, we'll start covering the kid when he starts playing in the summer league or or, you know, actually in preseason games or whatever. But, you know, his dad, we're not going to put any quotes out that he says, we're just not going to cover the guy. Then, you know, then they'd quit doing it or it would disappear uh, to a certain extent because the people that want attention with something like that, the more you cover them, the more, they, the more attention they want. No question. And I think, Mark, that's um, it, just, it just hit me that um, – not only is this bleeding over uh, from a political standpoint, but just look at the, the layoffs at ESPN. Look at the fallout from the Colin Kaepernick situation. Uh, people are, whether, you know, these uh, franchises or these leagues want to admit it, or even this these networks want to admit it, uh, people are talking with their pocketbook. And people have found that's the greatest way to get uh, a general manager's attention or a franchise's attention is, Guess what? I'm uh, I'm not I'm that uh, corporate that I you could count on me to buy ten fifteen thousand dollars worth of season tickets every year. Well, guess what? Because you got a loudmouth a quarterback that didn't stand for the national anthem, you can forget that. We're not buying those tickets this year. Um, it has made a difference. It is bleeding over, and it is impacting, quite frankly, the enjoyment of the game. And that was um, my point, uh, Jamie. I guess because. Of, of that in say in that situation and getting away from Kaepernick but every week the cameras for about gosh it was almost a month and it just got tiresome after a while every NFL game that was on whether it was Sunday Sunday night Monday games doesn't matter for about a month during the national anthem the cameras would scan the entire line of players from both teams to see who was standing up and who was kneeling or sitting down yeah. And after a while, well, it just got like, okay, come on. You know, these guys are only doing stuff like this because they know that the cameras are going to be on them. Just don't show it. Just show the person singing the national mm-hmm. anthem and don't show the sidelines, period. Don't worry well, about it. And then it would disappear if they know they're not on camera and they're not going to be on national television doing it, then they'd quit doing it. Well, you know, we've seen that now. I, I a little aside here, we'll have to read Kyle's uh, text after break. I think uh, this has been good because I think this is therapy for Kyle, and we're glad to help Kyle out with that. <laughs> of course. Uh, absolutely. Get it off your chest, Kyle, and I'm glad he did. Um, but, you know, now you don't see the, the uh, television cameras. Remember streaking? How popular streaking was? Oh, yes. Had one at my graduation. <laughs> Indeed. Well, you don't necessarily see the cameras pan to said streaker anymore. And some of them, who knows? I might, might want to see the streaker. Who knows? But, again, in order not to bring attention to it, the cameras don't follow anymore. So you're right, Mark. It can be done, and it should be done. Yeah, knuckleheads that run on the field now, period, whether they're streaking or not. Exactly. Uh, 
they don't show anymore. They've been told not by the networks and the leagues not to show because then it encourages people to do it. And exactly. that, and that's, I guess, my point. You know, as long as people know that they're going to get some FaceTime on television, they're going to continue to do some kind of negative behavior uh, in that way uh, until they know that they're not going to do it. And then they go, well, why should I do that? Because they're not going to show me anyway. So, you know, I think that's a good point. Yeah, we'll get to Kyle's text. And then John points at me and asks me, uh, when I said that, asked me if it was me doing the streaking. Uh, absolutely <laughs> not. I did not want to gross out. All of these people at my high school graduation. We want attendance to grow, right? Yeah, although I was, it. although I was in much better shape uh, in high school during my playing days, uh, so it wouldn't have been quite as bad. But uh, oh, baby! Anyway, yeah, <laughs> oh, baby, whoa, baby! It wasn't me. It was one of our football players, but it wasn't me. You're listening to the Edge here on ESPN 97.7. Remind everybody that. G.B. Cooley reminds us to support a worthwhile cause in North Louisiana, and that is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Back more on The Edge right after this. Touch this. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. Incredibly low pricing is going on right now in Bossier City. Listen up. A four-bedroom, two-bath, new double-wide for only $49,995. Wow. See it online at Tilly'sHomes.com. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay, call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Truck Pros is North Face Louisiana's truck giant. Truck Pros has your next big bad boy four-wheel truck. At Truck Pros, man, you'll save and save big with their huge selection of big bad boys four-wheel drive trucks with lift packages. No wonder they're the truck giants. Truck Pros has the model you'll want. Dodge, Chevy, GMCs, Ford, Jeeps, and more. Don't miss out on the huge selection and savings you'll find only at the truck giants. Truck Pros on Constitution Avenue next to Cracker Barrel. Or shop them now online at Truck TruckPro.us. That's TruckPro.us. Truck Pros. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Cloudy skies with an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms on today with a high of 86 degrees. Mostly cloudy. 60% chance of rain tonight. A low 74. Showers and thunderstorms in the forecast for tomorrow and a high of 82 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to The Edge here on ESPN 97.7. We are living on The Edge. Also, if you want to live on The Edge, go to Spa Nouvelle. They pamper the special people in your life. They will give you the edgiest treatments that you can have. Lammy Lane well, the, the, in Monroe. And they the do some pam- additional help, yes. And they yes. do pamper you at Spa Nouvelle. So go see those fine folks or call them up, 807-1060. Okay, let's get to Kyle's uh, text here. Again, we're taking texts and phone calls. The things you hate the most in sports these days, it can be anything, any person, any group, uh, anything that's just really bugging you about sports. 
Kyle says, I hate the one-and-done rule in college basketball. I hate the, di- the divide between the power and group of five, especially in football. I hate that current players and teams are punished for a coach's past actions and that many times the coach isn't around to face the music. I hate the flip-flop with verbal commitments. I hate constant transfers that happen now in college basketball and now in college football. He says, I think that's enough for now. <laughs> but He covered a lot of territory there, He did he? cover a lot of territory, but all valid points. Uh, the one for me that's a little – that's as close to my heart, uh, I guess because of my coaching background, uh, that that is so, so true – is the NCAA's got to come up with a better way of punishing the coach instead of the institution for something that a coach did that's not there anymore. Because it's not fair to kids coming in to a a specific school at a specific program to have to have bowl bands or can't play in a conference tournaments or whatever it happens to be and they didn't have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're paying the price for something that a coach that left a year ago or sometimes even two years ago. And I know they have the suspension rule where they have to show uh, what they call show cause uh, right. to be able to be hired again. But they need to deal more with the coach and maybe the administrators in the athletic department at said school instead of punishing the program itself and the players that had nothing to do with it. Well, and a lot of uh, good point with that would be, you know, whether you want to believe it or not, how much uh, culpability did Rick Pitino have in this situation with Louisville? Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, ultimately as a head coach, you are responsible for the actions of basically everybody uh, under your, under your guidance. Um, I like your point, Mark, about the current players have to pay for the sins of the past. Um, and whereas I think more of that should necessarily be, um, you know, perhaps heaped upon the coaches uh, for their role that they play in it. But at the same time, boosters, you know, could be doing things behind the scenes that the coaches have no idea. And believe me, it happens. So what's the answer? I mean, um, let's maybe perhaps we should stop all, you know, uh, the $15 an hour jobs watering the grass at Texas A&M or the. Oh, those are usually know, 20- 30 or 40 an hour. 30 or 40 hour and you don't have to show up or the jobs at uh, the plants around during the summer to try to lure a kid or flat out just uh, the, you know, the $45 handshakes, the money showing up in lockers, in in lockers. Exactly. So maybe the answer is, uh, you know, they talk about the cost of attendance and so forth. Maybe, I don't know whether you could build this into a scholarship or not, but just, you know, Hey, no jobs, but you know, you're going to get paid. I don't know. Just bring it back to the days when you were playing, Mark. Just laundry money or something, maybe four hundred dollars a month, where you could at least have a, a a date or buy toothpaste or whatever. And I suggest you buy the toothpaste before the date. But uh, <laughs> we still know, had to do this... back in the day, even though yeah. technically we were on full scholarship uh, mm-hmm. as far as uh, all everything being paid. Uh, we actually had to clean, uh, especially when I was a freshman. Uh, me and another guy, another pitcher on the team, we had to clean the football locker room after practice every day. Mm. And, you know, with uh, uh, college football players, they know that somebody else is cleaning the locker room. Uh, you know, it's pretty nasty after practice. You got grass all over the – at the time, you know, grass all over the floor, and, and it's wet, and there's nasty rolled-up uh, tape that they've taken off of ankles and, and knees and all of that kind of stuff. It was just uh, – it was nasty – nasty work but that was part of quote the the work study part of your of your scholarship but luckily i only had to do that when i was a freshman Uh, let's go to steve's text steve says uh something that you guys have talked about before the national media tries to analysis to death certain aspects of sports also they defend some players such as kaepernick to the nth degree while crucifying those who make good moral choices, a la Tim Tebow. Sorry, but it's true. And uh, that is that is also is very true. You know, the and again, I understand that it's about ratings. I understand that. But for us Joe Blow fans out here that have to watch this stuff, uh, a lot of times the networks, uh, not just ESPN, but the next networks in general, 
don't realize that the general public gets really tired of hearing about the same thing. Like I've, I've had enough and I mentioned it a minute ago, but just me personally, I've had enough of, of, uh, LeVar and or yeah, LeVar and Lonzo Ball. I've had enough of it. I'm just tired of hearing about them. You know, the kid hasn't even played in the NBA yet. You don't know if he's going to be any good or not. So he was a good yeah. college player. There's a lot of good college players. But I'm just tired of hearing about it. You know, I've been watching our 42-inch uh, LG flat screen uh, from Bestway and our and Sudden Link uh, cable TV in here. Well, uh, the thing with Stephen A. Smith uh, is on, their show is on first take. And the whole time, they have spent almost the entire show talking about Lonzo Ball. You know, and some of the topics that they've been talking about have just been utterly ludicrous. You know, they just had a thing on there that says, coming up next, will Lonzo Ball be able to pull free agents to the Lakers? What? Are you kidding me? You're talking about a kid that played one year in college that's coming in to the Lakers, and you you think that that veteran NBA players are going to want to come to the Lakers because of him? I mean, that's mm. about as ludicrous a topic as I've ever heard of on a national show. That's just plain stupid. You have to wonder, Mark, uh, when that second pick came up in last night's draft, if uh, – if the Lakers were really, really that sold on Lonzo Ball, whether they just basically caved to pressure, like you said, the greasy will just getting the grease and uh, and all the things that came from it, and then you have to uh, listen to you know Lavar Ball, you know, blast off about how they're going to the playoffs and how great his son is, big baller brand, yada yada yada, to the point of, you know, again, you're an LA Laker fan. You know, I'm just not going to pay that kind of money if this kind of individual is affiliated with the, you know, the team. I'm just, I don't want any part of it. And at some point, he's not really to put his ego in check and say, you know what, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let Lonzo's talent prove itself out. I'm going to be, you know, I'm not going to be the uh, dad, that, the helicopter dad that, that stays on top of my kid and make sure that the general manager, he gets X number of minutes and this, that, and the other. Um you know, that's what the Lakers have signed up for now. And uh, to to, Le, to LeVar Ball, uh, I'm going to say, and if I were Magic Johnson, I'd say stay in your lane. Yeah, I've we're just, the ones with, We're the ones with the checkbook, and if you want your kid to be employed here, shut the heck up. Yeah, I've just, I've just had more than I can handle of all of that, and I wish the national media would just let it go and give it up and move on to something else. Uh, of course, uh, we, we are honored – and I mean honored with a capital H, that the professor is listening to the show this morning. And, of course, in his inevitable way, as he always, and I'll call myself the bear, the professor always likes to poke the bear. So the professor Mm -hmm. says the things that he uh, he hates in sports are the Green Bay Packers and the Cincinnati Reds. Thank you, professor. Touche. I appreciate that that very much. Yeah, we need to get the professor on next week sometime. Oh, listen, did you have to catch us. you and Sean yesterday? It was uh, it was radio gold there. Oh, I'm sure. It's Anytime a, the professor's it, on, yes. it's radio gold. And one it more before indeed. the break, we have Coach uh, Lane Burrows. And if you have a if you have a question for Coach Burrows, also you can text it in to us, and we'll uh, give it to him when he's on in the next segment. Larry, Larry, and Monroe. The reason why I think people get a platform for things today is that we have become a country that loves drama and craziness we like to see people air their lives and dirty laundry in public we love it and we win and we we encourage it it is getting to the point that all the drama and craziness is normal now and people who make great choices in life get overlooked that is absolutely true Absolutely true. Thank you, Larry in Monroe. Real quick, people are just waiting. As good a guy as Tim Tebow is, and he's as genuine a good guy and Christian guy as you want to have, people are just waiting. The media is just waiting for him to make one teeny little mistake, and then they'll absolutely crucify him. It used to be. Black helicopters are circling. Yeah, it used to be that good guys got all the publicity for all the good things they're doing and being good people. And now it's just the opposite. All the knuckleheads get all of the publicity 
and the good guys, as Larry said, get overlooked. So we'll be back with Coach Lane Burroughs here on the edge, brought to you by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, and Coach Burroughs will join us right after the break. You're listening to The Edge on ESPN 97.7. to First Gary Bank and step up to Fanatical Banking. You'll feel like an all-star, whether you're tending to everyday banking, moving into that first mortgage, or looking for great CD rates. Whatever your financial needs, we're always ready to help. Welcome to First Gary Bank. Welcome to Fanatical Banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. A home is your comfort your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals, and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7. North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. The Louisiana summer is upon us. Kawasaki. And nothing says summer like a Kawasaki jet ski watercraft from McKinney Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. The waterways are waiting, but the savings won't. Right now, save $1,400 on remaining 2016 Kawasaki jet ski watercraft and save up to $1,000 on 2017 models. Summer fun starts with McKinney's, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. 2016 MSRP is $15,299 plus PTR and $375 destination charge. Hi, Kevin from Hitech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. The heat of summer is just around the corner. Before it hits you, take advantage of Linux $1,500 rebates or 0% APR financing for 72 months or payments as low as $73.50 per month. Jilly's Heating and Cooling, your independent Linux dealer for North Louisiana. It's Friday, and you deserve a three-rib plate from Hot Rod Barbecue. The special of the day, all day long, just $7.99. You know you've been thinking about three classic pork ribs served wet dipped in Hot Rod's famous sauce, smoked on site with tender, loving care. And if you can't make it for lunch, don't worry. The three-rib plate is good for dinner, too. You know it's going to be good every time at Hot Rod Barbecue. More than just lunch. Highway 33 North in Ruston. And don't forget us for the weekend. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Welcome back to The Edge, ESPN 97.7. We're still trying to get Coach Burroughs on the line. So we'll continue. Uh, My gosh, did you know this about the professor? This little tidbit he just shared with us? Yes. That's, that's scary. Not, yeah, was, he's still trying to poke the bear. Professor 
texts in again and says, "I love Lavar Ball." Yeah, Ball. I'm sure he. Does. I'm sure he does. He is. He may be Lavar Ball. Yeah, he may be it. in disguise. It's it's the That's old right. birds of a feather. You know, flock together kind of thing. So uh, I have a feeling that uh, that's that's more it than anything else. He um, may have been the originator of the big ball brand, and we just not know it. But uh, that's exactly LeVar right. Ball has stolen that trademark. That's exactly right. 888-993-7762. You can get us on the Washita Valley Credit Union Hotline. Again, uh, we're taking all the uh, all the texts and phone calls. What do you hate in sports right now? Professor says, oh, seriously, I love that guy. I'm sure he does. <laughs> That's what's sad. It is he probably does. Well, you know, in another life, uh, the professor, um, and since I'm totally sober, I can pronounce this, he was a, uh, he's a, he's a thespian in another life. Uh, you know, he is one for the stage. He is one to, he never saw a camera he didn't like. Well, one of the funniest uh, or, things. Or a microphone. Yeah, one of the but, funniest things. Uh, he does pull things, it off pretty well, I must admit. Yeah, one of the funniest things he ever did uh, when he was on the air on a regular basis, he did almost an entire show. Uh, I think it was halftime, his show. Uh, the the best show in the history of radio, by the way, uh, yes, yes, that was halftime. Was, he did almost the entire show in his thespian voice. Now, that was that was funny. That was yes. that was a good uh, that was a good get right there for the professor. Well, and he's pretty good at throwing a lyric or two together as well, isn't he? He's uh, he can do some parodies that will absolutely uh, make you you know make you drive off into a ditch. Sometimes he can uh, in a good way. He's uh, he's uh, multi talented, but uh, yeah, when he does the the thespian voice or masterpiece theater or whatever, he is uh, he is indeed uh, a master. Of uh, of the language and so forth, but uh, we don't want to make his uh, head swell too much. But no, he is definitely not. Really, if you've never met the professor, you have missed out. He is uh, he should be on everybody's bucket list, and maybe I think he'll be able to help us out. Uh, he's going to be on with Sean a good bit, but I wish uh, if you didn't get a chance to hear him yesterday, those two. Uh, well, let's say uh, thing barbs were flying, but that was a good thing. Yeah. So well, let's go now to the Washita Valley. Credit Union Hotline, and we have Coach Lane Burroughs from Louisiana Tech Baseball. Good morning. Good morning, guys. I'm sorry about that. I'm out recruiting, and uh, I had to go get by a tree where to get a signal. No, that's, absolutely a, that's okay, Coach. I know you're on the road. You told me that uh, ahead of time, and uh, it's ironic that you're out uh, doing all that right now and on the road because that's what we want to want to chat with you about. Uh, you know, we've had these discussions before, but we really have had – Lane, a lot of interest from our listeners. A lot of fans of college baseball, regardless of who their team is, they really and truly don't know the ins and outs of how difficult it is, specifically more so than other coaches. I know each set of coaches in college sports with with different sports have their own struggles and, and stumbling blocks, but baseball coaches have a different set of um, – of hurdles, so to speak, that they have to get over than any other kind of coach because you could actually lose, you know, you could actually lose a recruit from high school after they've signed uh, as far as uh, getting drafted. But then you could also, on the other end, lose some players from your existing roster that you kind of sometimes you know who, who you might lose, but sometimes not. And that really makes it difficult for you guys and that's what I wanted to get you on to, to talk about is is kind of educate our listeners a little bit on what is the pitfalls of trying to be able to go through all of those stumbling blocks to recruit and still try to put the best competitive team on the field that you can. Well, it's tough. I mean, you, I think everybody knows uh, baseball, we're dealing with 11.7 scholarships and that. That's it. That's a full allotment. Uh, you can have 27 guys on eight, and you have eight walk-ons, and those numbers are not to be manipulated. Um, you have a 35-man roster, which the NCAA mandates, and uh, that's what I think a lot of people don't understand. We can only carry 35 guys. Uh, back in the good old days, you know, 10 years ago, you could carry 50 or, or whatever. Now it's 27 and eight, 27 on eight, eight of uh, the 11-7, and and eight walk-ons, and you're exactly right. You got to be careful because the night the draft comes into play, as it did a couple weeks ago, and uh, you want to go get the best possible player you can. 
but you know it, it's kind of a slippery slope. Signability is such a big deal now uh, with the way the money slotted in Major League Baseball. The top ten rounds uh, they slot their money and they get essentially what they do is they give these clubs this amount of money and you have to spend it in the top ten rounds. And if you don't, you lose it. So you can't carry that from the eleventh to the fortieth round, if that makes sense. So uh, signability is a big deal and. And, uh, you know, you used to, if you had a kid that, uh, you know, he got drafted 15th or later, probably out of high school, he was probably coming to college. And now it's not the case. Um, you see kids all the time. They'll, depending on what the earlier round guys do, if they sign or they don't, they can get a whole lot more money in later rounds, and uh, you can lose a guy. So it, it makes it tricky. It makes it tough, uh, not only dealing with the draft and, and, and signability of players in MLB, but uh, the 11-7 and how you, you, you chop that up amongst uh, 27 guys and, and then try to walk, try to get eight guys to walk on that are quality players. Coach, uh, you know, you talked a little bit about uh, how you have to, have to uh, allocate scholarships, and uh, you may want to correct me on these numbers, but I've, uh, is it any truth fact you've signed anywhere from like 18 to 22 kids or at least have them come into campus? And uh, any truth or rumor you've signed eight Southpaw pitchers? You know, we, we have, you know, one thing I think was uh, we got exposed a little bit this year is a lack of depth in our infield. And, and I, I didn't feel like we were athletic enough. And I think one, one area that really, really caught up with us, we had no help uh, left-handed out of our bullpen. We only had two guys on the entire roster left-hand pitching that were available for us. And, uh, yeah, we're bringing in seven lefties. And, uh, you know, right now we're dealing with a case with one of those young men. Um, he's trying – there's clubs trying to sign him free agents. So, and he might do it. So it's it's uh, you know you try to do the best you can, and and I stay out of negotiations with major league clubs, and I don't. I've been doing this a long time. I don't get into it. It's that's a family decision. But uh, you know, it's a young man doesn't get. He goes undrafted, and now some clubs are trying to actually sign him free agent, and uh, it may happen. We may lose him. So you, you got to deal with that. But yeah, we brought we're bringing in a big class. We had a lot of seniors, and and uh, you know with Diaz getting drafted and possibility of losing him we knew we were gonna uh, lose a lot of guys so we had to go out and sign a big class and and turn around um next year's class when you're looking at the uh 2018 19 and so on uh those classes won't be nearly as big uh we'll be more uh we'll be more careful in what we're looking for and, uh but yeah we're bringing in a big class about 23 and some of those guys are walking on and uh you call them recruited walk-ons or whatever it may be, and uh, yeah, we're, it, it's going to be a big class, new faces, and uh, we're excited about the fall because there's going to be a lot of uh, competitive practices going on for guys trying to win some jobs. Now, Lane, talk about these, uh, the kind of the uh, a shell game almost that you have to do with those 11.7 scholarships. You know, I say all the time on, on our various shows that a lot of times when people see in the newspaper – you know, John Smith, quote, signs with, we'll say, Louisiana Tech. You know, everybody, oh, he did, he's getting a scholarship. And, uh, you know, you've got a lot of juggling to, that you have to do with those 11.7s to uh, kind of allocate that money in a lot of different ways. Talk about the uh, pitfalls of having to spread all of that around and the fact that very, very, very seldom does one guy get a full scholarship in college baseball. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen, um, you know, very very often. I can assure you, and uh, you can you can stack academic aid on top of athletic aid as long as it's available to every student. Uh, you can once you stack academic any kind of scholarship outside of athletic aid, and it's not available uh, to everybody, it counts against you. So well, I'm gonna really confuse you now. So if you give a young man thirty percent, and let's say he gets a fifty percent athletic but he gets it uh, from his booster club at his high school because he's a baseball player, and he gets it, that would count 80% against us. But if it was available to everybody, it would not. Uh, it would only count 30 against us. Uh, I hope that makes sense. But, yes, yeah, you know, you, you see it all the time. Um, you know, just because a young man is, uh, you know, makes a commitment, uh, it doesn't mean they're on aid. Well, if, you, if you give 1% to anybody, you have to give them a minimum of 25%. You can't just... Uh, the good old days where you you could give them books or uh, you know meals and that was it. Those days are over. Uh, you have to give a minimum of twenty five percent if you give anything. And guys, let me tell you that twenty seven adds up fast. It goes really really quick. Um, you know, so it, it, it 
you got to you got to go out and try to get some quality young men that hopefully their maybe their family family financial situation is they can afford to uh, be a recruited walk on or what have you, and hopefully they get some scholarships from some other areas or tops or or those type things. And uh, sometimes you get quality players that that aren't on athletic aid. You need to um, because, like I said, that twenty seven on eight it adds quickly. And uh, you know, you, 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 we're sitting here the other day and and. Uh, about two weeks ago, and, and we're over the eight uh, where we need to be. And you're, you're sitting there going, man, the draft, and this guy, and this guy, this guy may not show up. And it, it's a juggling act, trust me. But it, it always seems to work out, and uh, you want to kind of try to be over if you can, um, leading up to when you when you have to turn everything in when school starts. Because it, it generally, uh, if, you, if you get caught and you hadn't signed enough guys, and then this guy signs pro, or this guy does this, or this, you're going to be called holding the bag, and and uh, it, it really is. It's a juggling act, and when you're dealing with 11-7, and, uh, it, you, you can't miss too often. Yeah, uh, and, and Lane, that's what I want to get to after the break. Can you hang with us for a few more yeah. minutes? Okay, great. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, great. We'll go ahead and take our final break. We'll be back for the final segment of the Edge here on this Friday. More with Coach Lane Burrows from Louisiana Tech Baseball when we return right after this. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge inviting you to the Peach Festival Rodeo this weekend. Check out our new Ram trucks and enter for giveaways during the rodeo. We've got great 4th of July sales event discounts starting this week through July 5th, including 4000 off 16 Wranglers, 6500 in rebates on 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn, 4000 in rebates on 17 Ram 2500 Crew Diesel or Gas, 3750 in rebates on Grand Cherokee, and 5000 in rebates on 17 Chargers. So don't miss Peach Festival Rodeo and don't miss our 4th of July sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Call. Quitting business sale ends this Saturday at Backers True Value in Ruston. This Friday, most items storewide, 90% off, including rentals. This Saturday, the final day, it's the big $10 bag sale. Take one of our bags and fill it up, and it's just 10 bucks. Hardware in the bins reduced daily until it's gone. Make us an offer of remaining guns, ammo, bounce houses, office chairs and desks, steel shelving, pipe threader, and more. Quitting business sale ends this Saturday at Backers True Value in Ruston. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. My dad started our business when I was 15 years old. Wow, 39 years in business now. And the tradition continues with my son, Chris. Visit us today at our Bossier City or Shreveport locations or see our photo gallery at Tilly'sHomes.com. What does it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. Too often I hear people say that they will make a difference later once they've accomplished more once they have more free time, once the kids are grown and gone. Don't let your age, your experience, or the call of success get in the way of your mission to touch the world for good. You're in a unique place that no one else occupies. Your family, your friends, and your workplace are all spheres of influence. Mentor leaders don't wait. They look for opportunities to get involved in the lives of people. If you pursue mentor leadership, God will ultimately use you for His good. Every platform you have is important in God's eyes. Tony Dungy, author of the popular Uncommon book series. Discover more at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com. Johnny's Pizza House is counting calories this summer with our all-new Less Calories, Less Carbs, and Totally Crustless 8-Inch Pizza Bowl. That's right, a healthier option to that delicious Johnny's Pizza you can't live without. For a limited time, get an 8-inch pizza bowl from our specialty menu and a large 14-inch specialty pizza of your choice, both for just $19.99. Watch your weight and still enjoy the same great taste all summer long with the all-new Johnny's Pizza Bowl, only at Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. Step into First Guarantee Bank and step up to Fanatical Banking. You'll feel like an all-star, whether you're tending to everyday banking, moving into that first mortgage, or looking for great CD rates. Whatever your financial needs, we're always ready to help. Welcome to First Guarantee Bank. Welcome to Fanatical Banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. 
It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to the final segment of the week here on The Edge. Mark Kramer and Jamie Fox with you and still with us on the Washita Valley Credit Union Hotline, Coach Lane Burrows and from Louisiana Tech Baseball. And, Coach, one other thing I want to throw into the mix, you've already, I think, very aptly explained a lot of the uh, the hurdles and the pitfalls that you guys have as college baseball coaches in trying to put a legitimate roster together and keeping it together during this time with Major League Baseball draft and, and the such like. But let's throw the junior college aspect of it into the mix. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have asked me, you know, when do the coaches decide, you know, junior college and baseball, uh, people have to understand, is a little different than it is in basketball and football. Basketball and football, a lot of times the guys going to JC or either academically have academic problems or they have some kind of baggage that a Division One school is trying to see whether they can get over or not. In baseball, it's a lot of times it's uh, a more of a, a place and come back and play kind of thing because say you have a senior shortstop coming back that you know is going to start and you've got a guy that is really, really a good shortstop that wants to sign with you but you don't want him to sit the bench for a year. Uh, a lot of times that's when the guys go to junior college. So talk about how the junior college aspect of it and how much you use it goes into the mix. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. I played junior college baseball, and um, uh, it's really good baseball out there uh, at the junior college level. And one thing you got to take into consideration, a lot of these young men, they'll uh, – they they're they're pro prospects. Just because you're in junior college doesn't mean you got great issues or you got makeup issues. A lot of these guys uh, are, are drafted. The old draft and follow doesn't exist anymore, where you could draft the kids, send them to junior college, and sign him before the uh, next draft. But uh, a lot of scouts will talk these guys into going to junior college. Uh, that that they need to see one year at the collegiate level. Maybe it's a pitcher and see if he can develop a put away pitch, and and then boom, hit him and draft him and pop him right there the next year's draft. So, um, you know, that's thing you have to keep into consideration. Guys can get drafted either year before their freshman, I mean, after their freshman and sophomore years in junior college. So, and they can sign free agents uh, either one of those years as long as they're in junior college. They don't have to be a junior eligible. They don't have to be 21. Uh, so that's always enticing the young men that are pro prospects to, to take that route. You see it a lot of times. I mean, a Bryce Harper, um, he was ready to get pro ball. I think uh, the game was a little too easy for him at the collegiate level, so he he leaves high school early and he goes to junior college and he wins the Golden Spike Award. So, and, and then he's the first pick in the draft. So, um, you know that's always enticing for young men. So that that element does play into it. Uh, that was not the case with me. I promise. I just wasn't good enough. Is why I went to junior college. But uh, there there is that that side of it. And uh, you know, scouts they got a job to do, and I have a great relationship and always have. They'll help you and. And a lot of a lot of college coaches do not have good relationships with them, but they have a job to do, and they're well schooled and and um, and what they need to say and helping these young men and and doing their best to sign them. No doubt about it. Coach, uh, I'm going to ask you a little bit of a two part question because we're running a little bit short on time. And uh, after I ask them, I think you're probably going to be very grateful we are. Uh, but uh, I noticed you, you know you lost uh, your hitting coach, Coach Zuli, to Alabama. And I may have missed it, but I just wanted to check on how the uh, the search for his replacement is going. And also, uh, I wanted to uh, to get your opinion. Of course, you guys raced out to something like a 15-2 and record early in last season, had a little hiccup there. So I was just kind of wondering if that should happen uh, next year, which we hope it doesn't, but should that happen to the Bulldogs next year, you hit a little slump, is it entirely possible that we could be seeing Lane Burroughs as a blonde? <laughs> well, I'll answer uh, the first question uh, first. Uh, now let's go with the second one. Yeah, I don't think my, okay. I'm going to be going blind. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Okay. Uh, I think that's reaching a little bit. We're all superstitious, and uh, we have our quirks. Trust me, i got plenty of them, but I don't think that's one of the things. But you never know. Never say never, I guess. And uh, the first part, yeah, Coach Zuley uh, got a great opportunity, University of Alabama, and and uh, with a good friend of mine, Brad Bohannon, who got the job there, and happy for him and his family. And uh, he did a good job for us this year. And, and uh, yeah, you know, we, we, we feel like we've got our, our ducks in a row and what we're going to do as far as uh, our coaching staff. I don't want to give out too much information because I have talked out of respect for some people that have um, uh, called and talked to me about the job and where they work. I'd rather not uh, get too much of that up. So we, we got some paperwork and some 
some administrative things we got to get done, and then we'll be able to announce our our full staff probably next week or so. So we're excited about that, how it, where it's moving. We won't miss a beat. You know, anytime you don't have uh, any coaches, I think sometimes it can show instability uh, if anybody's missing. But we had missed a beat, and uh, I'm out on the road, Coach Oz. Uh, coach Creel, our, our volunteer and infield coach last year, coached first base. And, uh, he's out there recruiting and grinding, so we're excited about the direction we're moving in. And uh, probably another week when we get all this paperwork, we'll announce our staff. And, and uh, again, can't, can't wait to get the fall going and get all these young men in here on campus. Well, Lane, we really appreciate you joining us, especially since you're on the road recruiting and, and uh, giving a, a really nice insight uh, for our listeners on the struggles that you guys have to go through on a yearly basis to uh, to kind of juggle that roster around and keep it all level and competitive at the same time. We really appreciate the time this morning. Thank you, guys. I hope I didn't confuse everybody. Sometimes when baseball coaches start talking numbers and scholarships, <laughs> you leave a little with your head scratching your head a little bit, uh, but uh, it, it can be confusing. I appreciate you having me on and being patient with me, and, and uh, let's discuss in this topic today. Lane, thanks again, buddy. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Lane Burroughs. Interesting Burrows, stuff. Yes, wow. and I think I, even though he was saying that, I thought he did a great job of uh, trying to explain to a lot of people uh, about um, the fact of, of what they have to go through. It's, you know, it's got to be an absolute nightmare. Uh, like oh. he said, you know, they've got one of their left-handed, you know, a left-handed pitcher recruit that they're just in limbo sitting here. You know, do they recruit another guy? Do they go after somebody else? You don't want to insult the guy you're recruiting now by him finding out that you're recruiting somebody to take his place if he does sign free agent with a uh, with a major league club, which happened last year to the Bulldogs with Chandler Hall at short. He did not get drafted. He was due to come back. And then uh, about a week after the draft, they thought that he was coming back. And uh, lo and behold, the – Philadelphia Phillies, I think it was, offered him a free agent deal, and he took it, and then all the all of a sudden, wow, he's gone, and you weren't expecting him to be gone. And so now you've got that spot that you kind of were maybe recruiting for the next year, but not for this year. So uh, there's, man, it's a nightmare for those guys trying to get everybody straight, get all the figures straight, and still put a very competitive team out there. Oh, indeed it is. And, of course, I'm not – not one to question Chandler Hall because at least he got the opportunity uh, that most of us don't have. But I have to wonder what kind of, if you're, if you're signing as, as a free agent, what kind of money you're talking about as opposed to what, say, Jacob Pearson signed for, uh, you know, when he was drafted. But, uh, you know, as opposed to top 100 drafted out of the MLB draft. But if you're looking at this, and then I think it's what's fascinating, you know, Mark, he indicated, and you know better than, than most people having been a collegiate baseball player, that, He's got 23 kids, including walk-ons. And I don't know if you find that many. I mean, where do you go to get 23 kids that are willing to take, say, for example, as he indicated, as little as a 25% scholarship and get kids to actually walk on? Where do you find the parents and the, that have the means and the kids that have the talent that can play collegiately and fill a roster, as he said, up to 35 kids? With the, and, and this is, to me, uh, this is hypocrisy in the highest form with the NCA 11.7 scholarships. Yeah. And they've you know, got you to, want to they've got to up That's ridiculous. That. Yeah, that's they've insanity. Got, they've got to know. up that. That's for considering what the other sports have and I know the rosters are a little bigger, but uh you know, even for a 35 man roster for not even half your roster to be on scholarship, you know, that's that's insanity. Pretty, yeah, they need to they need to give them at least 15, 16 scholarships. So, well that'll do it for us. This week for The Edge, unfortunately for some of you listeners, we'll be back again on Monday <laughs> as Jamie Foxx and I return. Drink heavily. <laughs> yeah, drink heavily over the weekend so you can handle this bright and early at 9 o'clock on Monday morning on The Edge. I want to thank John Tabor, the most professional producer in radio, and the professor for listening to us today. Again, the uh, former host of Halftime, which is definitely the best show in the history of radio. Uh, and we'll, just ask him. Yes, just ask him, and he'll tell you. And so the, we'll probably have the professor on next week to uh, let him show you how good, uh, how great he is on the radio. Maybe and, he can do an and, "Oh baby" in his and humble too. Voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. everybody, be careful out there in the weather. It's supposed to be bad today and tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, so don't forget here on the edge. Don't live life safe. Live it on the edge. 
We'll see you on Monday. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.